Hey, man, and welcome to another episode of Quality Manhood, a show meant for Christian men seeking to understand how to apply God's truth in everyday life. I'm one of the hosts for the show, PJ Burner, along with my co-host, Kellen Allen. What's up, guys? No foreign languages this no, time. No, that was, that was so last season. Last season. And speaking of which, this is a brand new season of Quality Manhood. It is. Year two of Quality Manhood podcast. And we are excited to be back. We're looking forward to some new guests, some new subjects. Yeah. Some new uh, greetings. Yeah. If you uh, jump in with some... Maybe. And uh, I feel like 2020 has given us a, a quite a bit of content yeah, uh, to like select from. So it should be sure. a good season. For sure. And <laughs> I, I agree with bailing on the foreign language greetings because I think when you threw saw at me, I think- That was a that good was, way to end. That was the, you can't go anywhere but down from me. <laughs> um, you still remember that. Yes, has unfortunately. Your son, has your son said it yet? No, because <laughs> he's still living in my house. That's so fair. that's evidence that he has not greeted me with saw. <laughs> Um, anyways, no, it is a new season of Quality Manhood, and we are excited about that. Yeah. And uh, we're looking forward to being back with you guys, being uh, more consistent this fall with you and, and in through the winter and spring, too. Um, but being a new season, we want to talk about that subject, the yeah. subject of, of newness. And uh, in fact, we're sitting in a brand new podcast studio. Right. In full transparency, we had to we had some struggles trying to get everything set up. Yeah, some uh, regressive sanctification. Yeah. Trying to figure out cords and cables. <laughs> but we're there. But uh, no, we uh, we as a church uh, have purchased a, a new office building and it's also going to be Compass Bible Institute right. and is Compass Bible Institute right now. We're in our second semester of that. Uh, but as part of that new building, we got this new podcast studio and so we're sitting in here uh, and it's it's a little bit better than the, the dark and uh, closeted studio that we were in before. Yeah, we have a window. We can see outside, although there's uh, a trailer and stuff outside. But Some dumpsters. We, but can, we can see the sun, yeah, and yeah. there's life outside, and we right. can validate that from right. here. Yeah. Yeah, and, and in a new office building, we have yeah. new offices. And so, Kellen, you have a, a new office, and, uh, and I've got a new office, and we've got windows up there, too. Second story, we yeah. get to see out and see a little bit of, uh, of a view out yeah. there. Yeah, it's and, nice. Uh, you've got a new library. You've got books now yeah. in your office, not just sports stuff. Yeah, and so moving over into the new office, that's, you know, since I started in March, that was my whole thing because when I came on in March, we were split like any construction. It's like, hey, you're going to move in, in in May. And it's like right. May came around and that didn't happen. And they're like, but but June, June, and June came around. And then it, it, it took until August. So when I came on board, I told myself, like, I'm not going to set up a new office because I'm going to move any week now. And right. it ended up being like right. three or four months later. But it's great now. And yes, yeah. I do have an office set up and it doesn't look like an equipment storage anymore. But yeah. I did keep my old storage. So that's nice too. That is nice. For now. Uh, you weren't on board when they were promising us the end of 2019. Uh, no, I didn't get that. So, so it's been a long wait, but we're in these new offices. It's a new school year. Some of you have kids at home that are um, at home because <laughs> it's a little different. Schools at home, if yeah. you're at least in the state of California, um, you know you've got uh, new school year, new digital school year for most of our kids. Although uh, we're maybe moving back into maybe. in-person school, which brings me to the next thing. We've got new color codes out here in California. Oh boy! Oh boy! I can't yeah. even keep up. And the colors, what we thought used to be good and bad, is just. Totally right. jumbled up now. Yeah, like we started in purple, yeah, which apparently was the worst. And then we're shooting for red. It's like, we're, I want red. I want red. We're it's, in red now, and that's yeah. a good thing, yeah. which I've never been in the red before and been like, dude, this is awesome. I'm yeah. glad I'm in the red. Yeah, it feels great. We've Next up is, something. is orange and then yellow. <laughs> and uh, there's no green because our omniscient governor has said that- uh, Won't happen. 
we will never go back to normal. It kind of reminds so, me of this is totally left field, but I know my neighbors are in uh, mixed martial arts and karate, whatever. And, you know, they have the, the belts. And I just never understood the color coding. It's like you start, hey, I'm going to get it wrong now. It's like white, brown, blue, orange, yellow. I don't know. Right. And I'm I know like, black is the top. Yeah, but I do know that. If you're a black belt, I'm not going to mess with right. you. That's all I know. Right. But everything else, um, it doesn't yeah, make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't add up. But neither does this system either. So whatever. Right. New color codes. We've got a new election year coming in. Well, not a new election year, but we've got a new election <laughs> coming up in uh, November. So yeah. a couple months here, we're all going to be voting. And, uh, you know, all of us who are alive will be voting. Some of us who aren't alive are going to be voting, apparently. <laughs> Some of your animals are going to be voting in this yeah. election. Anybody can vote. Anybody. Anybody who's anybody yeah. can vote. Right. Or anybody who used to be somebody can vote. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a new election season coming up, which just again reminds us that, that God is on the throne, right? Maybe we'll do an episode on that. I think, and in fact, I feel like I, I feel an election quality manhood podcast episode coming up in the near future. That would be good. We've got a new football season. In fact, as we record this on a Thursday, that kicks off tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight is the brand is new season, and we've got the uh, – I'm going to go out on a limb here. Ready? We've got the 2021 Super Bowl champion Dallas Cowboys okay. kicking off their season Sunday. Okay. I like so it. So against the Los Angeles Rams. Which should be an easy win. Should be. Should be. Just mark it. W. In but the we, have a new, we have a new coach. And I'm, we have, I'm stoked about him. I, we got rid of Howdy Doody, the clapper on the sidelines. That's your guy, man. That's Jason your guy. Garrett is not my guy. You're going to miss. There's going to no. be a, an emptiness within the Cowboys franchise. There's not going to be. The emptiness in the Cowboys franchise is the quarterback who should be starting, who's commenting on games <laughs> for CBS. <laughs> that is the emptiness. Oh, boy. Uh, new babies. You've got Tristan, who is not necessarily new anymore. But seven months. Seven months, but still, yeah. there's some newness there. I mean, you, you're watching your kids grow. Yeah. All of us watching our kids grow. New seasons of life for them. They're entering in, doing new things, learning new things. Right. Um, and then all of us are longing for, praying for, hoping for a new year. Yeah. Because like you said at the beginning of this episode, 2020 has left its mark. For sure. On everybody. And we're not even done yet, so... Yeah. Thanks uh, for that positive note there. Kevin, I, know. I appreciate that. Of course. That's yeah, what I'm here it's for. It's encouraging. It's it's optimism. You guys tune into Quality Manhood for the optimism <laughs> that is delivered to you on a weekly basis <laughs> from Kellen Allen. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I was going to say, I mean, it's not necessarily new, but you know, we got a chance to take some vacations and so you get that fresh feeling of newness when you come back and uh refresh to come back to work. Um and I don't know where'd you, where'd you go on your vacation? Because it's, it's we went to Scottsdale, yeah. Arizona. How was that travel with uh, a big family? I'm just gonna leave it at that. A big family. The way there was fine. The way back, the car broke down, and I needed to get a new fuel pump for it. So in the middle of the desert, right? Yeah, in Palm Desert. Yep. That's not fun. It's not it was cool. Like there. 111 degrees yeah. in the shade, and uh, two hours waiting for a tow truck with and, kids still there. Uh huh. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thankfully the car was new, so it's still under warranty. So right. we got that covered for us. But yeah, that that was funny. You guys went up the coast, right? Yeah, we went up the coast to a town called Buellton, which about I've tried to guess it, and it's one in every fifteen person people know what Buellton is. I'm not one of those fifteen people. Yeah, and I say it, and they're like, "Cool, what state is that in?" I'm like, "It's really in, it's in California. It's not that far, but uh, it's two exits. Um, that's how that's how long the city is. Um, and there's nothing there except for this RV campground, which is phenomenal. So they have this campground which you can bring your RVs, you can rent out these cottages, and they have pools and you know." 
you just allow the kids just to go out and have fun. You don't yeah. have to worry about them getting in trouble. And so it's basically a campground on steroids, but it's glamping. And so it's there not you your go. your tent stuff. I got air conditioning. I got right. a mattress, which is more my speed, even though you try to That's not break me out manhood. that that comfort zone. Uh, That's not quality manhood. It was ideal for me. I don't know if I can go back to sleeping on the air mattress. <laughs> well, you will. <laughs> you will this spring. But it was good, though. All right. Well, guys, we're, we're talking about new uh, because as I was thinking about all of this change and this newness and even just this year longing for something new and, and a fresh start and something that's not COVID, something that's not election related, something that's just better than all of this, uh, it should, as Christians, drive our minds to Revelation 21. Yeah. It should drive our minds to a newness that's awaiting us. Uh, the Apostle John writes in Revelation 21, he says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw a holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death will be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things, the old things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. That's the newness that we as Christians men should be longing for, should be praying for. We should be like John at the end of the book of Revelation saying, amen, come Lord Jesus, come quickly because we want this newness. Because all those other things that we talked about, the new offices, the new podcast year, the new school year, the new color codes, the new election football season, new babies even, the newness wears off. Right. And all of a sudden it's familiar. All of a sudden it's drudgery. All of a sudden it's just, normal life, right? Yeah. I mean, eventually we're going to walk into our offices and it's not going to be a new office that's exciting. It's going to be like, oh, this is, this is my office. Right. right? Um, you know, things degrade, things lose their sense of excitement, but what we're looking forward to won't lose its sense of excitement. It won't lose its, its newness. It's always going to have that freshness, always going to have that joy, always going to have that sense of, 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 invigoration of just like something that's brand new that we get to be a part of. Yeah. It's just always going to be at its peak. And that verse four is, uh, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall, neither shall there be any mourning nor crying nor pain. And I mean, that if you talk to people, um, you know, anybody, they're, they're trying to, you know, make this life pretty much that. They're trying to avoid the pain, the hurt, the mourning, and all those things. But God has it set for us that that day will come where we won't have to experience any of that. And uh, yeah, you mentioned the newness piece of it is that's another thing that we strive for. It's always we want to go out and get the new car, the new iPhone, the new this, the new that. And it gives us that feeling of like, if I could just get that, I'll be good. And then we get it and then it just fades away. Um, But it's the same thing. Like you look at our bodies that we while you were gone, we took over the studio and had an active takeover, which I'm sure you, you heard that one yes. by now. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but 
even going out there and doing this active ministry, the funny thing to me is like I'll have uh, older people come up to me and they're like, boy, back in my day, I would have, and it always starts with that, and they say this ridiculous thing, like I would have did like 100 burpees or I would have been able to do your- 3,000 push. Yeah, and it, you, you have no evidence of it, but you can all, and I'll probably be that same guy, right. um, you know, telling my kids or grandkids that, Lord willing. But uh, it, it's the same thing like with our bodies, like, you know, we work out because we want to get back in peak shape. We want to get back to that. And, you know, there comes a point where we're on the sort of the, the downslope of you're just never going to get to where you were when you were 20. Your body's not capable of doing that. And same thing with everything that we have here is like we look to get to that pinnacle, but we won't get there. But it's just so beautiful to know God's word and, and know that there's a day that's going to come where we're always going to be at that level and never going right. to um, you know, decline right. any. Right. Yeah. Because like you said in verse four. You think about crying, you think about death, you think about mourning, you think about all the things that cause us pain. It's all because this world is breaking down. Yeah. Uh, this world is not getting better. Ever since the, the fall, Genesis 3, 6, ever since the fall, this world is on a downward trend. I mean, and Paul says in Romans 8 that all of creation is groaning under the weight of right. sin because it feels this brokenness, right? And, and that's the world that we live in. And when our confidence is here, uh, when we're looking for this this vigor, this life here, it's not going to come. My family and I, last week, we were out at the beach and we were just sitting there and, and this guy decided to come do a, a photo shoot for like Abercrombie. Is Abercrombie even still a thing anymore? I don't even know. I don't know. I'd, Hollister? I'd, I, the, never, one of those like, I go to high school and I wear jeans with holes in them shirts. I never know, wore it, so I don't know. So <laughs> this guy showed up and uh, decided we all needed to see him take all these model shots with his shirt off <laughs> down by the water. And he's wearing his holy jeans and his shirt's off and he's taking these pictures with this guy. And um, I was, Amanda and I were, were watching because it was kind of like a train wreck. It was right. like, okay, I, I can't, I can't stop watching. <laughs> um, but I wanted to, to terrify him because I was thinking about it and I leaned over to Amanda. I was like, I should go walk up to that guy and be like, I used to look like you. <laughs> Just to let that thought sink say, in yeah. and be like, dude, check out the dad bod now, right? And you see these, these kids, all right? of them mine. Right, exactly. So enjoy <laughs> it, man. Enjoy the youth. That's the writer of Ecclesiastes. Youth is fleeting. It's vanity. Right. No, but, but whether it's your body or your house or your family or your relationship or your job or your car, whatever it is that's new, if that's where you're seeking satisfaction, it's not going to be found there. But right. there is a newness that's coming in Revelation 21. And then he goes on in Revelation 22 to describe it as well. That, that the newness of it, everything that excites you about something that's new, that's never, ever, 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 ever going to wear off mm -hmm. in the new heavens and new earth. When yeah. We are with God. It's always going to captivate us. It's always going to be exciting. It's always going to be just a, a, a sense of, of just overwhelming joy for us to be there and to be with the Lord um, yeah. in that that context. Yeah, and I, as Christian men, we have to always be on guard because the world is constantly against it. They're going to continue to feed us. Hey, if you get this, okay, you got that. Hey, if you get this, and it's just this revolving cycle uh, that if we're not careful, you, you can get sucked into that and, and never get out of it. And um, especially right now, you think about the news, like I mean, the news, they always want to have the newest thing. And so everything is breaking news right now. And mm -hmm. every little headline that seems like it could be something, they you know, magnify it. And, you know, a lot of times it, it's not what it's um, all cracked up to be from the news standpoint, but it gets your attention. And as humans, we, we long for that. And so they play right into it, too. So that's important because, again, the world is 
going to continue to contradict everything that the Bible says, and, and, and God makes it clear of that. Right? This world is continuing to get evil. Um, lawlessness is continuing to you know get worse and worse all the time, and we see it on TV. Um, but knowing that that's the world's MO, it's going to tell us that we want this, and if we get this, we're going to be satisfied. But reading God's Word, we know that we won't be satisfied with anything and accept things that glorify him because they lead to that day where we're talking about in Revelations 21 where we don't have to feel that anymore. Right. Right. And and so let's put some feet to the the ground on this. Does that mean then Kellen that if if I want a new TV that I shouldn't buy it because man I'm putting my hope in something that's new or if I want to upgrade my phone and get a new phone or a new car that I should just use my old ones and just hold on to those forever because that's not going to satisfy me. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a great question to ask, and we always have to sort of get to that point of thinking through it. But yeah, th- there's nothing wrong with you know getting a new phone, getting a new car, getting whatever it is, and, and God gives us um, those as gifts that we right. can enjoy, that we can use for His glory. And so there's nothing wrong with that. It it goes back to what's the motive behind it? Am I putting all of my uh, my stock into this phone? Right? It, do I expect this phone to do much more than what it's supposed to do? As you know be able to use as a phone. And once we start to put more into the phone than, you know, what it is, then that's where we get in, uh, sort of get into that territory that we don't want to be in, um, thinking that that's going to provide satisfaction. But can we use the phone for God's glory? Absolutely. Like I I look at my, most of my family is in Texas. And so to be able to have my family FaceTime with my kids, or you think about technology, I've gotten into um, you know, full-time ministry now, I'm preaching and those things. And so my family in Texas is able to watch sermons and watch me um, do, you know, preach online and um, have other things going on or, or see Compass Active on social media. And so that's a good thing that can be right. glorifying. But at the right. same time, it could also, you know, provide the, the evilness and the right. wickedness that it, it has the capability to do as well. But it all depends on where your motive is with it. Right. Is it an idol or is it a tool? Is it an instrument to serve the Lord? Yeah. Um, you guys know First Corinthians ten thirty one. Whether I eat or drink, everything I do, I do for the glory of God. Um, James one seventeen says, "Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change." It, it's like I, I I tell guys who come to me, uh, college students, high school students, and say, "Hey, you know, what do you think about me dating?" And my question to them is always, "Well, how is this relationship that you want to pursue going to help you glorify God more than you're right. glorifying Him right now as a single man?" And if the answer is, well, it's not, then there's your answer as far as whether or not you should pursue it. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with these things that we want, whether you're sitting there going, want, saying, I want a new job, mm-hmm. I want a new career, I want a new house, I want a new car, I want a new phone, I want a new TV, you know, whatever it is, I want a new office, right? You should ask the same question yeah. of that, you know, that desire that you have, how is getting this, or if you get this, how is this going to help you glorify God more? Yeah. And if the answer is in the negative, well, then it's, it's not going to help me glorify God more. Right. Then you certainly shouldn't pursue it. If it's neutral, well, then you've got to ask yourself the question, okay, how can I use this thing to glorify God? Right. Um, if this comes my way, how am I going to, to, to take this and make it uh, an instrument for me to magnify him and to praise him? Because that's what everything should be. Everything should be. So yeah, there's a newness that's coming in the future that will never, ever wear out. And that's where our ultimate hope is. Um, and even as we get new things in this life, our minds should go to there. They should remind us of that future that, that is coming for us, that God has secured for us in Christ. Um, but in the meantime, as you 
are just interacting with what's new here and, and now, just remember everything that you are given is a gift from the Lord and yep. should be used to glorify and serve Him until we get to that day uh, where nothing else is ever going to wear out, break down, hurt us, you know, make us sick, anything else, because yep. that new day is coming. Yep. And even the last thing on that, I'll just say, even if it starts off, of something that's good as glorifying, we always have to be on guard because those things can easily veer left and become an idol, as you talked about. So, you know, once you make that decision, then stay on guard and make make sure it continues to glorify God uh, right. every day. Right. Right. Well, cool. Thanks, man. We appreciate you tuning in again with us. Again, this is a brand new season of Quality Manhood, and this is episode one of season two. So we are looking forward to another year with you, and hopefully you will tune in. We will be praying for you today and this season for you to be quality men of God. 